Hey, welcome to Connection Over Coffee with me, Phil McAuliffe, the loneliness guy. In this chat, we're going to talk about how cracks are really sexy. But before we get into this conversation, I need to say that this podcast contains content relating to the physical, mental, and emotional well-being of gay men. If that's going to offend you or anyone in earshot, now's the time for you to go. But if with that said, how about you go and get us a coffee again and I'll, well, no, you get the table, I'll get the coffee. That's how this works. I'll be back in a tick with the coffees. Here you go. If this is the first time that you've joined me on this podcast or on YouTube, I want to say hi, welcome, and I wanted to say how much I recognize and celebrate the act of bravery, the act of courage that um, you displayed, that you did. You did bravery, you did courage by simply pressing the play button on the video or on this episode because loneliness is a topic that we don't generally want to engage with in such a an overt way unless we know that we are experiencing loneliness um, within ourselves and there's a lot of stigma to the, the thoughts and feelings of loneliness. And that's what my work here at The Loneliness Guy is all about. It's all about destigmatizing loneliness and promoting authentic connection for gay men globally. We don't destigmatize anything until we actually talk about it and make it okay to talk about. That's what I'm here for. But engaging with it did require and continues to require small acts of bravery, small acts of courage, even as small as pressing play on the service through which you're now listening to the podcast or on YouTube by video. And I say that it continues to require uh, those small acts of bravery and courage, especially if you are a return guest for um, for having coffee with me and connecting over coffee. Um, welcome. It's just as always, so great to have you back, and I can't wait to have this chat um, about this this topic. Um, and I'm going to confess, as I launch into this conversation, I'm going to confess that I did, I did giggle <laughs> when I when this um, when the when the, the 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 name of this topic came to mind, because it appeals on you know lots of levels. Um, uh, one mainly uh, to my audience of awesome gay men, uh, and you know relates to the male ass. Uh, and so, for those of you who don't uh, understand my Australian accent, ass is a s s. You might you might call it an ass. Um, but yeah, we, we say us, and that's what I'm going to be saying through this episode. And yeah, so, you know, we can find, well, we do find, um, you know, the male ass pretty sexy. Uh, and the, this, was, this was like a, a perfect, like, grab <laughs> uh, 
um, in social media world uh, that would help, um, I, I guess, you know, what do the kids call it? Clickbait. <laughs> to to uh, have you engage on this topic. I did say, I, I, you know, it was pretty fun. I, I got a bit of a giggle out of it. But the topic itself is actually, well, it's, it's serious. Um, and uh, if you've read the blog post, um, which I published on the 12th, uh, of August uh, 2021. It is called Cracks Are Sexy. There's going to be a link. Uh, there is a link in the um, episode description um, below. Simply, this topic talks about, uh, is about vulnerability and the how we can want, simply put, how we can want to be absolutely perfect before we put ourselves into the world. And if anything, anything that you get from this topic uh, that I want you to walk away from right now, and if you've, if you've grown bored of me, um, I want you to, to pay attention to this specific point right now. And that is connection cannot wait for perfection. We are never going to be perfect enough to feel uh, ready to do connection. And that's actually quite dangerous. So if you are like, you know, gonna, gonna, you know, you've, you've finished your coffee and you've thrown it back and you're like, gotta go Phil, I'll understand. That's what I want you to want, uh, want you to get from this episode. But if you're going to stay and, and hang out for a little bit and let's, and, and have a chat, I want to delve a little deeper into into the, the the topic and social media gets a bad rap um in sort of loneliness and connection circles and indeed i've said uh and i firmly believe this that when we reach for social media when we're feeling lonely when we feel the need for connection it's akin to being adrift on a um in a lifeboat let's say on a um on an ocean and uh reaching for social media is like going overboard and drinking salt water it 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 solves the problem it solves the problem uh but it creates more problems um and so you know when you drink so, uh, salt water um, you know, you actually, you know, you, you're drinking, but it actually does more damage and uh, it does damage to you um, uh, because you, like, you, you want more to drink, um, but uh, it actually does you physical damage as well. Social media is much the same. And social media, we need to remember, is a great slave, but a terrible master. And so the key to using social media, um, as an aside, is that we use it mindfully. And, and indeed, social media can be a very powerful tool of connection, particularly if in many parts of Australia right now, um, we're in COVID lockdowns um, and social media um, can be that lifeline to outs the outside world. But we need to be really mindful in how we use it. We need to use it. We don't have, like, we, we, we can't have it use us. 
And so the application, like the 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 knowing why we're using it and then using it in that way is really important and can be powerful. And social media can be that powerful tool of connection. But when it comes to what we're seeing on our social media feeds, um, we can look. I'm gonna I'm gonna presume that you are like me, listener and viewer, and that your social media feed is a balance of a whole heap of interests, but kind of has some pretty sexy men in it. Um, and these sexy men are sexy, uh, and you know they're they're very pretty to look at. And they could be you know fitness influencers. Um, they could be you know other people in in the global or local gay community who have a good message. Um, uh, gay community or, or queer community um, that have a great message that resonates with us. And we, you know, we, we look at it. We look at it and we engage with it. Um, and we can look at the awesome shoulders, the very handsome face, the great hair, uh, the pecs, the abs, the butt, the legs, whatever it is, like the whole package can make us stop and go, huh, that's pretty nice. I'm pretty thirsty right now. Um, and uh, yeah, we can kind of engage with it on a sort of very superficial level. But then sometimes really quickly, we see these projections of, um, uh, of, of, of awesomeness, of in, indeed perfection, uh, as we might perceive perfection to be within ourselves. And we see what they're doing. We see that they're hanging out with friends. We see that they're going out for dinner. We see that they're, you know, having holidays in, you know, Cabo or um, the the Ibiza or, um, I don't know, like wherever, like Hawaii, wherever, like, they're, you know, people are having holidays. And there we are sitting in our tracky-dacks. Cultural note, uh, if you're not from Australia or New Zealand, tracky-dacks are sweatpants, uh, so tracksuit pants tracky dacks um and we're sitting around you know on on a couch uh in you know our lonely little apartment somewhere um and we're seeing people living their best lives in you know very skimpy swimwear in the sun uh dancing perfectly um and and we're comparing that that image that is being projected into the world with our lived reality, how we are thinking and feeling within ourselves um, in that moment. And those thoughts and those feelings can turn into beliefs that we can long to be like that. We can long to live that life surrounded by friends and going to, I don't know, like Puerto Vallarta or somewhere. Um, and living that kind of that 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 perfect lifestyle or another kind of perfect lifestyle that we might see on social media doesn't necessarily need to be that the the image that i'm painting here and in that comparison with that with the lived reality that we're experiencing um we feel the like, well, the, the the story that we can turn into our um sorry 
<laughs> taking a moment there, dude, to get my thoughts back together. We can generate stories based on everything that we're seeing when we compare it with the thoughts and feelings within ourselves. And those stories that we tell ourselves can very quickly go to not being enough. Very simply put, not being enough. Enough what? Not being popular enough to have that many friends. Not being wealthy enough financially wealthy enough to go on a holiday, you know, to go for a weekend in Miami or go to, you know, Cabo or Puerto Vallarta or Ibiza or, you know, Sydney for a weekend um, of, of partying. Um, and, or, or, you know, we, we don't have the amazing body that is, you know, um, uh, toned through hours at the gym Um and we can quickly come to the opinion within ourselves that we are not enough. We're not smart enough. We're not sexy enough. We're not popular enough. We're not wealthy enough. Simply put, we are not enough. And loneliness is, is at its core, the feeling that we are not worthy we are not worthy of being seen. We are not worthy of being loved. We, are not, we don't feel worthy of belonging. Indeed, we don't feel that we belong. And when we are looking and comparing ourselves to images of perfection, uh, highly cultivated images of perfection, let's say, that we can very quickly, the lonely mind, the lonely soul can very quickly go into that not enough mindset. Now, this, this, this kind of loop uh, uh, is something that my friend Nathan Todd uh, has explored recently in some content, uh, and um, Nathan is a loneliness coach, and I'm hoping to get him um, uh, to talk more about this over coffee with us in a future episode. Hey, Nathan, g'day if you're, if you're joining us for coffee uh, today, but I want to say at its very core, that that feeling of not enough can then lead us to some pretty dark places within our minds and in our souls. And I want to say how we can feel that um, cracks are sexy. So when we are scrolling through our social media feed, you know, we can see an awful lot of bare, bare asses. Uh, and, you know, strategically, whether it's thinly clothed or not clothed at all, um, very attractive men revealing their asses uh, in, in very alluring ways um, for us. But there are other cracks that are sexy. And so turning, turning sort of more from, from, from uh, carnal thoughts into very cerebral thoughts. So we're going into the other sexy cracks, which uh, I want to introduce the, uh, the Japanese um, sort of ceramic philosophy, if there's such a thing, of kintsugi, uh, or also called kintsukuroi. Um, I apologize to Japanese listeners for uh, absolutely massacring um, that word. But for those of you not familiar with Japanese ceramics, kintsugi is uh, the art of repairing 
broken ceramics, chipped, broken, shattered ceramics with um, gold powder, silver powder, or titanium powder, and then refiring it. And um, the the what were cracks that damaged the bowl, let's say, the, the ceramic or the vase, um, has actually been made even more beautiful by being carefully repaired, carefully brought together, carefully rebonded, and then proudly showing the the what was damaged, what was broken, uh, proudly showing that to the world. And the philosophy of, uh, of Kintsugi is that um, uh, the the article, the vessel, the, the, the ceramic, the bowl, the vase, is actually thought to be more worthy because it has been useful previously, has been damaged, been repaired carefully, and then has further use. Like, it's got more life to live, and it is more valued because of its cracks. So applying that to, you know, away from, uh, uh, from ceramics into humans, into humans who are scared of vulnerability, scared of being vulnerable because we fear judgment, but we fear not being enough. Let me say this categorically. The cracks, our cracks, my cracks make me beautiful. Your cracks make you beautiful because they're yours. They tell the story of your life. They tell the story of you surviving every difficult day that you've ever encountered. And you might be being put back together carefully or in the process of being put put back together very carefully. But your... um, the, 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 the process of, of bringing you back together and the result of that actually makes you more attractive than what you were before because you have lived life. You are demonstrably living life. And that there is more life to give and the story of your life demonstrated through, through your cracks actually makes you interesting. So in the post, I did compare the um, the images that we see on social media, kind of like us lusting over looking at a pile of identical plates uh, at a big big box store. So you know whether like a department store or, or whatever. So but I said IKEA, but you know Kmart would apply or any kind of department store, and you know the kind of uh, of, of crockery, uh, ceramics. So um, I'm thinking, um, you know, like our dinner plates. You know, Jeff and my dinner plates right here are, um, you know, like $5 each or not even that. And they're designed not not to be disposable at all, They're, disp- they're but they're designed that, you know, you can readily get um, another one that looks exactly the same. But... Those are plates. And the people, the guys that we are looking at 
on social media, while they're unique individuals in and of themselves, when we're simply scrolling one after the other and we see these images of perfection, we're seeing the identical plates one after the other. And we're, we're you know, lusting over these plates. I'm going to say this really clearly. I'm going to say this really clearly. My friend, you are not a plate from Ikea. You are a plate. You are a, a, a ceramic that people admire in um, uh, and, and, and look to see the beauty. If only you will let us see it. And this is where vulnerability comes in. And, and vulnerability is the key to authentic connection. My intellectual crush, Dr. Brene Brown, says that we find vulnerability um, uh, as a strength in others, but in a weakness, uh, but as a weakness in ourselves. Just think of that for a moment. The strength, the bravery, the courage that it takes to be proud of our cracks, to be proud of that which broke us, which chipped us, which damaged us, and then we've put back together, those actually make you unique. And so some of the people in your life who you think, whether they be on social media, whether it be um, you know, people who share their story, uh, like, like me, and when you actually, you know, you go, wow, they're so brave. They're, you know, I, I admire their vulnerability. I admire their ability to get real. I admire your ability to get real. I find that stuff deeply, deeply inspiring. Every single person who shares their story with me, I learn something from and I just go, wow, wow. And recognize the courage that it takes, even when our voice shakes and it's really hard and we don't really know the words or how to say it, or we, you know, we simply say it imperfectly. That is, like when that happens, when I'm involved with that, that's real connection. It's beautiful when we allow other people to see our cracks. Here's the thing, what makes you you is uh, some people will go, wow, you're amazing. That's, that's beautiful. I want to see more of that. Some might also go, you know what? No, 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 thanks. I, I, I'd, I'd much prefer looking at those plates from Ikea. <laughs> I mean, it's, hard, like, it's easy for me to say, you know, let them do that. God, it's hard. It's hard when people judge you and go, yeah, you know what? No, no, not for me, thanks. You know, either politely or very impolitely. But at the end of the day, it is extremely, it's a beautiful thing. It's connection. The antidote to loneliness is when somebody sees you and goes, wow. But can you allow your cracks, your actual butt crack, <laughs> you know, your ass crack, uh, can you allow that to be seen as well as the, 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 the mental and emotional cracks to someone, anybody who you feel has earned that right? I'd love to hear uh, your thoughts on this, this chat. 
Uh, and feel free to reach out to me on social media, remembering that we can use social media as a tool for good. Send me a DM on Instagram, send me a message on Facebook. Um, and yeah, let me know what you think. Um, also, if you want, um, I, um, you can uh, send me an email. Uh, which is kind of feels like very old-fashioned, doesn't it? But uh, send me an email, connect at thelonelinessguy.com. Um, and remember to rate this episode on the service through which you're now listening. It really does help uh, in getting the word out um, uh, about my work here at The Loneliness Guy and destigmatizing loneliness and promoting authentic connection for gay men globally. It just gets it in front of more eyes and uh, in more ease um, if you give it a high rating and share it on social media using it for good. A reminder as well um, that uh, loneliness is something that we're not meant to solve alone and indeed that misses the point, completely misses the point if we um, uh, wait until we're ready, until we're perfect to then join the world. Doesn't work that way. Doesn't work that way. Um, I have a, uh, a group on Facebook uh, for premium members of the Loneliness Guy. Uh, and for $9.95 Australian dollars a month, uh, you can join us. Uh, and as you work to put yourself, to show your cracks, to the world, get the help and support that you need, and help and support other gay men around the world. Come and join our little group, um, and uh, and and you get the first month free. And if you don't like it, well, then it's obligation free um, for for those those months uh, afterwards. But yeah, love to see you there. There's going to be uh, there is a link in the uh, episode description in the well in the episode description. You'll know where to find it. Uh, I also want to say thank you so much to my awesome partner Jeff for coming up with uh, uh, with this with this topic. Um, this has been rattling around in my head and in his head uh, for about a year, um, and uh, he's like, "Oh yeah, you know, there's this Japanese art of kintsugi," um, and we looked at it and. But it took me a little while to kind of come up with uh, with with the approach. Inspiration comes from everywhere, and so Jeff, I know you will be listening. Um, uh, that uh, I want to say thank you, and uh, I love how you're also thinking of this for all of us. All right, wherever you are in the world, guys, um, I want to say uh, stay safe, stay well, and let's give the world the best of us as imperfect as we are as gloriously imperfect as we are let's actually show the world our cracks until next time be awesome see you later all sounds that you heard in this episode were recorded at prefab eatery on jesse street wellington all views expressed in this episode are my own and are intended to support challenge and inspire gay men to consider the issue of loneliness and increase awareness of the need for authentic connection with themselves, with others and their communities as an antidote to loneliness. They are not intended to, nor should they, replace the advice of a licensed helping professional. Please consult the resources page on my website, thelonelinessguide.com, if you feel that you need the services of a licensed helping professional. Thanks for listening.